0: What is going on, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Hope you all had a good Monday. I mean, hopefully. Welcome to another day where, sadly, some things in the election are still the same. Uh, We wish they would have changed as of today, but officially some people are just a little too persistent. We'll go into a little bit on what the political experts are saying, who are the best presidents of all time, And where they placed Biden already. We'll bring you a little updates on some Trump stuff, some New York Times stuff, a few state stuff, and a bunch of others. It's going to be a fun time. If you're new here and you haven't already, please do consider subscribing, following over on Twitter and True Social. And you, of course, can check out all of the articles down in the description. Well, today, a very certain person was expected to... um, you know, drop out and, and, and we were really hoping. And I mean, we were, we were really, really hoping for this person to finally drop out. And and then all we're, all we're left with is, is just this.
1: Some of you, perhaps a few of you in the media came here today to see if I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, great. Thanks. Wait, why? Please stop wasting everyone's fucking time. Ser- seriously, please stop wasting our time, Nikki Haley. You're not gonna win. You're you're just not. Trump was literally asked about, you know, her maybe running as, like, the, the like, independent third labels candidate. And even he was like, she's just waste. like, we've heard enough from her. Like, she's wasting everybody's time. It's not going to happen. Nikki Haley is never going to be president. She's turned off way too many people. She's already had a Republican next to her name, so, like, most Democrats are going to go, Ew, no, the only reason I'd vote for her is so that she could beat out Trump in the primaries. That's it. That is the vastness of her support. Her support base is so minuscule and tiny that without Democrats being able to vote in some of these primaries, it would be a fucking blowout. That's that's what's holding her up, is that the Democrats that have been voting like in New Hampshire and stuff, that went and voted, that's what's holding her up. That's it. So you might ask yourself, well, then why are we still doing this? Why are we still in this election cycle? Fuck me, I, I don't know either. I, I really don't know. Truly, I don't know what path forward Nikki Haley somehow sees. I don't know. No rational person knows what Nikki Haley is trying to do anymore. I mean, after the tweet she put out over the weekend, def- no one knows what the fuck she's doing. I, I mean, seriously, like what? uh, Like what? What exactly? Is like the thought process anymore? I mean, seriously, what is the fur like what are they gonna do? Well on the Biden side of things, apparently Biden is a fantastic president. Apparently uh apparently uh you know president President Biden he he's just he's one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. So there's a uh new thing coming out that apparently the experts, quote unquote this is this is how you know a lot of historians have completely b- been off their marbles. listen so many of these sort of you know so called experts they are they've they've lost themselves i i I just wanna see where the f- so keep in mind they've ranked every single uh they've ranked every single one of the uh like presidents. I would love to see the ratings for some of these. Or like the decision making on why, you know, like why why would they you know rank certain people where? Because some of these are quite interesting picks for where they've placed certain people. So, starting at the very top with the the, the so called experts, right? So at the very top of the list is of course Lincoln uh, with a very high high rating from uh, from these experts. Uh, and this, this is not, you know, surprising, uh, for how history looks upon Abe Lincoln. Uh, f- number two being Franklin Delano Roosevelt, get the fuck out of here. Not this whack job. Get this stupid bastard off the list. He's no, no, there's no reason that Franklin Delano Roosevelt should be anywhere near the top. No, get him out of here. By the way, the rating for some of these drops off so quickly. It goes from 93.87% at like the highest for Abraham Lincoln. By number four, you're already down to 78.58% uh, in terms of rating by the time you hit number four. And that's just with Theodore Roosevelt. Not a bad dude, but there, there's a lot better presidents on, on this list that I could point you to that uh, have did a way better job or some that you could even say... Should be even further down the list, right? So, on this list, at number seven of overall presidential greatness, Obama is there. No, no, Obama is no, no. Truman, get him out of here. He doesn't deserve to be this high either. Lyndon B. Johnson, the guy who literally in the bathroom would talk about to White House aides would talk about his literal Johnson. Not kidding, by the way, real story you can look up. Uh, doesn't deserve to be up here either. Uh, Kennedy also is only up here for being an overrated president. He's he, he's not that great. He kept promising to the black community that he would actually give them the right to vote and then just kept delaying and delaying even to his second term. So no, Clinton doesn't deserve to be this high either. We all know what happened there. Reagan being this low at number 16, quite crazy, right? We're already down to number 16, Apparently, Ronald Reagan was a worse president than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden is at, f- at 14th. Apparently, Joe Biden is just such a great president that he apparently ranks at the 14th spot out of 45. You'll never guess who the last one is, by the way. It- it's Donald Trump at the very bottom, which is a a crazy, a crazy statement. Now, where this list also is completely wrong, at number 34... Is Calvin Coolidge? No, no, the, the 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 no. Uh no. Coolidge does not deserve to be down here with Nixon and Hoover. I- I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, some of these like for overall presidents, the presidents that you barely ever hear about, like Buchanan, Johnson, Pierce, Harrison, Harding. Harding deserves to be at the bottom, Corrupt pile of garbage. But I mean. Coolidge being this low? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, no. the, the This is, what a list. I mean, th- this is, in fact, a list of lists. First of all, also, I love the, uh, they they have a table number two for this chart that is presidential greatness rankings by party. Why is why? Wa- I mean, I get that Washington is the very first president, but I wouldn't say he's the greatest president of all time as a Republican. Uh, that cake goes to Calvin Coolidge any day of the week. I'd love to see. Okay, so on this list, according to uh, where people are placed, where where does Biden fall? Thirtieth. Hold on. Yeah, this is how I know this is false. Republican rank. Uh, Republicans are ranking Joe Biden over Trump. Yeah, I call bullshit on that. Yeah, no. I call complete and utter bullshit on that. Dude, Obama according to this chart has 61.56 greatness compared to Trump 3138 for Republicans. I'm calling bullshit so hard. Like I I'm I'm calling bullshit so hard. I would love to meet some of the people that they that they talk to for this because they seem like absolutely uh, piles of shit. I, I I'm calling bullshit. No way, no way. Among people who are republic, these must be the most never Trumpers I've ever seen. Bro, they're ranking George W. Bush over Trump. I, I I'm sorry, as a person who grew up towards the end. Or was like a young child at the towards the end of the Bush administration. I'm calling bullshit. There, there's a lot of names on this list that I look at and I go bullshit. But apparently, he's the 14th best president of all time. But Joe Biden, a little bit of a off turn. I just so much of that list just makes me go, huh? And what? Uh, I mean, seriously, some of these are just no, no. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but the the historians are a very compromised class of uh, of people that tend to look at certain people with favorable stat. Oh, you know we didn't we didn't look. Where is the uh, where you know I, in terms of people that I I didn't look for because he he's literally I hate him so much that I literally don't even look for his name. Uh, where is where where is Wilson? Where where is this bastard at Wilson? Where is he? Number 15th, after Biden. Nope, he belongs at the bottom of the list. That's who truly belongs. Harding can go right at 44. Uh, that's, that's my t- bottom two right there. Wilson at 40, uh, 45. Uh, Harrison or Harding at 44. There you go. Th- that's, that's the uh, uh, that's the bottom two. Both of those guys are f- piles of steaming garbage. Two presidents back-to-back, by the way. Piles of garbage. Kind of ironic. Kind of ironic. Well, you know, Joe Biden, he he must be feeling quite proud of himself for ma- being such a shit president, yet somehow still being a great one. Meanwhile, apparently Trump, you know, the a great question is being asked. You know, how is business gonna fare now that you know Trump had this whole issue with, uh, you know, the decision in his case. You know, what's the you know what's the big you know, what's 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 the sort of impact that this is going to have? I mean, this is kind of a weirder case. And it doesn't, you know, uh, we're trying to happy talk it by saying it's not going to affect New York business. Except for the fact that truckers have already started a boycott over in New York over the whole thing. And believe me, it's a little empty over there than normal. And so now people are kind of asking the question, well, what's 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 going to happen? You know, what is, as well as... You know, doing, you know, doing such a thing, kind of uh, not a great idea. It doesn't seem like a very good idea to do. I mean,.
1: No, I'm looking for um, a little bit of reporting that the Associated Press did regarding um, these sorts of decisions, these sorts of investigations, these trials. I'm just not finding it in this pile of papers that I have <laughs> in front of me. But basically, they said they went back um, over 70 years and uh, looked at all the cases that have been tried under this this uh, rule 36 or 6312, which is used here, which doesn't have to show harm done. It's not the that's not the burden. You don't have to show that anybody was. Hurt by your practices. There's nobody you defrauded specifically, um, but they went back and they looked at cases over 70 years. I believe it was about 150 cases, and found that there was no case where there was a ban on doing business where there wasn't harm shown. So even though that the the threshold is harm shown, in the past it has only been used to ban someone doing business when it's been shown that somebody was hurt, say you're selling cosmetics that, that, that are poisoning you, there's somebody that was hurt there, the cosmetics company gets banned. Is this fair to go after Donald Trump like this in this environment, is my question. <laughs> well, look, I think what you said about the statute is absolutely true. Tristan Snell, who just joined us at the table and has used I the statute, I was going to introduce him, but we can <laughs> introduce him now as well. Tristan Snell is here; he's used the I'll statute. Well let's, well, let's ask Tristan. So you, you use this yes. 6312 yes. in the Trump University suit, yes. a, a university that was scamming people, wasn't yes. actually giving them useful information for them to do business, and wasn't licensed and wasn't a university, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, is it fair? Look, the thing is that the notion that 6312 is this sort of weird thing that shouldn't be applied and so forth and so on, this, this statute and the statute that was based on, which is called the Martin Act, which may be the one that people are more familiar with, the Martin Act applies to securities. These law, the Martin Act was put on the books in New York about 100 years ago. We have a lot of case law to support this. This, this statute is used by the AG's office every day against all sorts of other uh, frauds and misdeeds. The, 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 the legal standard is whether there is a tendency to deceive. That's what it is, and the legislature in New York made a public policy choice to say that that was an important weapon for the AG's office to have to vindicate the public good in this situation. And it seems like what Judge Angoran found was there was intention, not just a tendency, there was intention to deceive. Which is even higher than they needed. It's basically if the bar is here, the, the, you know, there was a, the evidence went way over the
0: There is an intention to deceive. I'm 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 sorry. In some cases where law comes into play, and I start like thinking about like some of the areas of the country and the laws they have, it just floors me. You know, it it floors me because in this case, this case is so clearly just stupid, mistrial jargon. It is absolute hogwash, bullshit. Right? We all know it should be. If you actually have a common-sense decency, think about it. Okay, as a business, right, if I'm a person— think of me as Donald Trump right now in this scenario, and you're the bank, right? And I've come to you before, and I've taken out a loan, and I've handily made a lot of money, hand over fist, very rich, very successful. And, you know, I've paid back everything on time, sometimes even with a little bit more on top, you know, just a really, really, uh, you know— you know, sort of seal the deal. And then, you know, I'm kind, you're just noticing that my businesses are doing really well, right? Really, really well. And then I come back to you one time and I say, hey, you know, I want to do another loan. And you go, okay, you know, normally for a lot of maybe some other normal clients of like your statue, we normally give you about this, but seeing how, you know, a lot of the things that you tend to do are pretty successful, you know, we're going to give you, around this much, right? A little bit more than what people would think we would give you, but we'll give you this amount. And you go, okay. So then you use all of that money, invest, and then you pay it back to us. In some way, I go, okay, the idea of defrauding anybody ends there. You can't defraud if you Like, it just... It, it, is Trump deceiving anybody here? They gave him more money. They fully testified against the whole charge. Like, they've been... It's like guys, we've been repaid. Like what who whose money is this going to go to? Like we've been like the loan has been repaid for some time. But you know, of course, it's you know, there, there's always something wrong. There's always something wrong. You know, the 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 outrage of of Trump just continues to go and go. Except for the fact that leftists aren't here for it. Yeah, the outrage that's, that's fueling, that's fueled them voters, kind of fading a little bit. You know, they're, they're kind of, you know, some people, uh, shocker, are a little bit tired of being outraged all the time. And, you know, now they're just, uh, you know, they're, they're tired out. They, they're just, eh. You know, among American adults, 86% believe Biden is too old compared to the 62% who said the same of, of Trump. I mean, we're at a point now where it's just two really old dudes who might be in charge of the country. And for a lot of these people, though, they're just starting to not, you know, care. You know, the motivation is just not there. I don't know if it's just because, you know, the the Dems haven't kicked into full election gear yet, but or already right now, early on into this year, the enthusiasm compared to the other side is just not there. You know, that, that, that fuel only gets you so far. And when even when trying to refuel, it doesn't seem to be helping. And the New York Times is just having a bit of fun. Apparently, uh, over at the New York Times, uh, it was said Monday that the White House is extremely upset with its coverage of Joe Biden age, but the newspaper will continue to report full and fairly. We are going to continue to report full and fairly, not just on Donald Trump, but also Joe Biden. You know, he is historically unpopular and, incumbent and the oldest man to ever hold office. We've reported on both of those realities extensively, and the White House has been extremely upset about it. They are not happy, ladies and gentlemen. They They are not happy. What do you mean the New York Times, one of our many mouthpieces, won't give us the best coverage of all time? And won't cover for us as much as they should. What? Why not? So, uh, yeah, the, the New York Times is just having a little bit of fun. At least. You know, at least they're having fun. You know, reporting on the fact that we, as we told you yesterday, that Joe Biden needs a little bit of extra help uh, going up the short stairs by having an extra uh, Secret Service member there. By the way, he did trip uh, up the stairs to, today. So, it's it's working. Working a, a little bit, j- just a little bit. Well, moving on to some more uh, state news. Over in Oregon, people, uh, the Oregon's, the Oregonians are finally realizing that hey, you know, maybe the whole decriminalization of drug stuff, maybe not a good idea. You know, we, we've kind of turned places into a hellhole, and kind of not great. You know, kind, ki- kind, kind of bad, not good uh things are you know the the act that we so neatly called the drug addiction treatment and recovery act is not seeming to have the effect that it's supposed to and uh well it seems that now they uh, are kind of wanting to you know reverse it you know they they they're finding out they they fucked around and they found out yeah, no. This this was a bad this was bad idea. Like we still think it's a good idea for whatever reason, but it's clearly not how we we hoped. So So, uh yeah. Good good job, Oregon. Good good job. Another news on the West Coast. So So an immigrant from Hong Kong was officially appointed to the San Francisco Election Commission. And you might be thinking, oh, what a, what a great thing. Why, why are you talking about this? Well, it's the first non-U.S. citizen. Like, she herself can't even legally vote in the United States, but has been sworn into the San Francisco Elections Commission. Doesn't actually make sense. By the way, she then then started completely talking in full Chinese while she's getting after she got sworn in. So I have no idea what she said. Uh, if you do, uh, cool. But um, kind of a little, a little weird. I, I must admit. Wong, an immigrant rights advocate who came to the U.S. from Hong Kong in 2019 to pursue a graduate degree, was sworn in, uh, in at City Hall over in San Francisco. I mean, good on the person for, I guess, being able to live in San Francisco enough to get to this point. But, um, I still must ask, why, why? And, you know, Hong Kong, I mean, I'd be completely fine with a person from Hong Kong maybe a few years ago. But, Hong Kong isn't as uh, free as it uh, used to be. You know, it's not a, it's not a free, uh, free sort of area, been reclaimed by China at this point, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, just a little, a little fishy and a little weird, just, just a little bit, well, if, uh, visiting Hawaii has been on your, uh, bucket list for a long time, uh, you know, if, if this new measure passed, maybe you might want to consider not going to Hawaii anytime soon, I mean, Unless you want to pay a so-called climate impact fee, that's right. Apparently, uh, over there, the governor wants to enact a climate impact fee, so that every time you uh, you check into like a rental or a hotel or whatever, you then have to pay a fee, a twenty-five dollar fee every time, right? I think I don't know if it's per person, but it is. It's least per the party, you got to pay twenty five bucks. So if you wanna, you know, go, uh, you know, go go to Hawaii. It's currently, uh, you know, currently being debated amongst them. And keep in mind, uh, Hawaii, very leftist state. Uh, the proposal is not even guaran- uh is not even guaranteed to pass. Last year, he proposed a uh, similar measure that would have been uh forty to fifty dollars but it failed so you know we'll have to see what ex- what exactly they're gonna do so yeah a fee you know your climate impact fee oh but don't worry it is to help prevent wildfires and preserve beaches they claim it's the that's the claim of what the over 60 million that it would produce each year, uh, it's supposed to, to do, apparently. Uh, apparently. Well, our, our American libraries, they're, they still exist. And thanks to our great American Library Association, they've decided that all over the country, we need to end the whole fining of patrons and returning books late. You know we don't need those anymore. You know we just, we just we don't need it. So you know what people are now starting to do. They're now just not returning their books. I mean I mean seriously the people are just not re- going to return their books. They they just they keep sending you a uh, an overdue notification. Oh no, but if there's no penalty then people aren't really going to care. It's out of the, you know, kindness of your heart to return the book. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't gotta return it, and if you can't go back to the library and renew it for another checkout period, then, hey, if you're not going to actually, you know, fine me for it, then, hey, I guess, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and and keep it. No, I'm not. You know, I mean... You know, it's just, nope. Nope, people are just keeping them forever. And then, uh, as well as, apparently they're also just going to impose a replacement fee for not returning the book after six months. So you have six months to read the book. You now get six months if you check out a book from a library. So, um, good job. Good uh, good job, everyone. What, a, What a grand idea this is. Uh, So glad that uh, we could have such a great library system that practically barely anybody uses to begin with here in the U.S. Well, in the world of high school women's basketball, a basketball game had to be stopped after multiple people were injured by a male on the other team. They had made the decision after watching a third player be injured and... You know, the bench was already depleted going into the game with a 12-player roster, four players being unable to play. When the coach saw three more girls go down in the first half, leaving him with five players, he made the call to end the game early. You know, the players, you know, began to fear that they were also going to get injured and not be able to complete uh, compete in the playoffs. The school wrote that it supports the decision and reiterates the value of inclusivity and safety for all of its players. Ah, yes, inclusive, where you just get beat by a by a male, where he's completely dominating them. Equity and inclusivity, everyone. I mean, this is what happens. Uh, w- women, you've done this to yourselves by not by not standing up for yourselves for your own sports. You've ruined your own sports for yourself. Males are just males are literally just gonna take over your sport, and you've gonna do nothing about it. I mean, nothing about it. They're literally gonna stomp you and dominate you every single time, every single time. It's not gonna matter. There might be a few that might make it, you know, up into the pack, but for the most part, the amount of effort that that's gonna take is way, way over the scope of any high school girl's head. I mean, it. Female sports. We might, you know, we might, unironically, in my lifetime, if this keeps going, we might, unironically, in my lifetime, which I'm, if I make it all the way to in my 80s, we might just see the end of female sports. You know, ah, oh, what are we, what's what's on the TV for sports today? Ah, oh, well, you got the the basketball game, and then you got the other basketball game for the other league that just so happens to exist, right? Where a bunch of Dudes dressed up as ladies are playing ball, right? Like that's it's where we might be, but you know uh, they're not gonna stop them, cause uh, why? Why would they? Why would they? Well, the Russian police uh, officially went over and they uh, basically they shut down a My Little Pony 18 plus. Uh, I kid you not, uh, convention. Over alleged LGBTQ plus uh, propaganda. (laughs) Apparently the police received a complaint. Claiming that their event promoted non-traditional relationships. And related symbols. Adult content for minors. And a general horror and darkness. Event organizers wrote on Russian social media site. VK Sunday. Two police ex uh, did not all uphold these complaints. I don't know if they were truly 18 plus. That's one of the things I'd seen. But they, they... They're believed to be, you know, bronies and, you know, the weird things that people do with My Little Pony stuff. If you know, you know, there's a big online adult community of these weird older guys that like My Little Pony for whatever reason. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So... My Little Pony convention in Russia, yeah, oof. I mean, imagine having the police called on you for that. Ugh, man, couldn't be, uh, couldn't be me. And uh, I'm fucking, I don't, I don't get it. Why is My Little Pony popular? I, I'm, I'm this question out here because I've got to know. Why do? Is it just because so many of these older dudes are just so lonely? That they have to find something to immunize with. And with the power of friendship. A thing that they don't have. They get to see the evil. You know. Just completely, it's a reminder of like childhood. And like innocence with like My Little Pony. Is that, is that what it is? That must be what it is. Well. The WHO director. He's not happy. You know. He's, he's not happy. That people just won't sign. His pact for the future. He's just so. He's so angry that people wouldn't just completely and utterly let, you know, the Who decide a lot of policy and everything around the whole world. Because why wouldn't he? You know, even though... Even though that they covered up the spread of the virus and then lied and then lied about the origins and and then, you know, completely, you know, flubbed everything and then put out a study themselves on why certain stuff doesn't work and then continue to push the thing that doesn't work you know it's it's weird how that works right it's almost like man it's almost like there's a reason that people don't like you or trust you because you've been wrong so so many so 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 many times and now i mean he's trying to hype up this this great sequel disease which weird thing to be doing. It's like, yeah, we're not prepared. and I'm like, yeah, because you aren't prepared. even when you go through and you do said things, you aren't gonna be prepared either. It showed in the last time, and I don't think you're gonna be ready this time. so uh good good luck to uh, mr Mr. who. Good luck to you on uh, actively getting people to sign your stupid uh, your stupid treaty. Well, anyway, that is going to do it for today's show. If you did go on to enjoy it, please do consider leaving a like, subscribing, following on Twitter and social, and you can check out the articles down below. Have a good rest of your Tuesday, and I'll see you guys right back here tomorrow for the Wednesday edition of the program.